When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Vikings Vent Line. What's going on, everybody? Declan Goff here, taking you through another weekend edition of Vikings Vent Line. Free agency coming up here in just a few days. The tampering period starts. Typically, uh, the off-season Vent Line episode... We like to post on Sundays, give you a little extra dose of Vikings vent line incorporated throughout your week. But because things are going to be so crazy and nutty over these next uh, few days, we don't want to leave anything up for chance. So we're coming at you on a Friday, a special Friday edition of Vikings vent line. My guys, Drew, Mike, and Colin will join us here in just a minute to uh, talk about the reckless speculation offseason that the Vikings have in store for them. Uh, but a couple housekeeping notes. This show is sponsored by TCL. Show us your TCL TVs. Enjoy more what you love with TCL. And, of course, Purple Daily is sponsored and powered by Surly Brewing Company. Try the Furious. There's new variety packs out. If you're here in the Twin Cities, go down to the tap room. Tell uh, my guys Omar hello for me. And it's the best beers around. Surly Furious. Judd Zolgad's favorite. You can't go wrong with any of the Surly products. Uh, if you'd like to come on a future edition of Vikings Ventline, you'll see it scrolling on the bottom of your screen for our YouTube audience right there. And if you're listening, it's Vikings Ventline at gmail.com. Vikings Ventline at gmail.com. We do this show uh, during the Vikings season. We bring fans on the screen with us. That's with Mackie, Judd, and myself during the off season because the NFL season never sleeps. And being a Vikings fan is a 24-7, 365-day job. Uh, we like to bring Vikings fans on to voice their opinions on the purple as well. So... If you'd like to get on a future episode, please shoot me an email, vikingsventline at gmail.com. All right, pleasantries aside here, let's bring on our three guests. We got Drew, who's in the house. We got Mike, who's in the house. And we got Colin. Colin's been a uh, loyal listener of Vikings Ventline in the past. He's down in Florida enjoying that nice heat. My guy uh, Mike is up in Ottawa. And Drew, I did not ask you where you're based from. Where are you calling from, man? I'm from uh, South Dakota, Rapid City, South Dakota. Okay, so we're all over here. We got a we got a Minnesotan, we got a South Dakota, we got a Canadian, got a Florida. Just this, this just proves my fact that Vikings fans are not just here in Minnesota; they're literally worldwide. We've had people on from Australia and Europe on this show before, so it's uh, all cool to see, guys. Thank you so much for coming on Vikings Ventline here. Uh, a lot at stake with the off season about to be kicking off in full gear uh, in just a few days. So. I want to know, because we're always speculating on the future, at the same time, there's still core veteran players on this team, and I'd like to know your thoughts on this one. And I'll, Drew, Drew, I'll start with you. Uh, what veterans do you want to see, see the Vikings keep around for 2022? Because obviously there, there are some vets that could be cap casualties. They could be traded. I'm curious on the veterans that you want to see stick around next season for the Vikings. 
Well, I like the uh, Adam Thielen and Harrison Smith because their presence on the field is like you got Harrison Smith on defense. His presence still, you know, in the backfield, he's still doing his job. Well, Adam Thielen, he's really dangerous in the red zone. And if they're willing to, you know, play fair with the team, I'll around for sure. Okay. Yeah. I think Thielen and Harrison Smith seem like two logical dudes that could obviously stick around uh, for, for the purple. They're both making a high cap hit, but I understand why the Vikings still would like to keep them around. I think uh, obviously Kevin O'Connell kind of touching on what Harrison Smith can do and Adam Thielen being a big weapon for Kirk Cousins. You definitely don't want to give uh, take away any more weapons for Kirk or whoever the quarterback is in 2022. Uh, Mike, I'll start with you now too. Uh, what veterans would you like to see the Vikings keep around in 2022? Yeah, so I'll agree. Um, big fan of Harrison Smith and would love to have him around at the right number. Uh, also would like uh, Daniil to come back. Uh, not uh, not too wedded to Adam Thielen right now, but I don't think that we have a statement piece or a building block around our defense. So keeping someone like Smith that can develop a secondary and then bring Daniil back at a reasonable number should give us a defensive identity and then we can build out from there. Yeah, I, I, keeping Daniil, I think, is like prior number one for me. Uh, you, you just should not be parting ways with defensive ends. I understand he's due that humongous cap bonus, uh, I believe, on the fifth day of when the league year starts here in, in, in about a week or so. So that might have to be smoothed out. You can turn it into a, a, a signing bonus and spread the money out a little bit. But I think parting ways with them would be a potentially dangerous move. Colin, my man, you, you're, you're back on Vikings vent line here. Uh, which veterans would you like to see the Vikes keep around in 2022? I'm going to go a little different. Uh, direction. I'd like to see him bring back Patrick Peterson for another year, yeah. just because I don't feel like they've got a veteran in the secondary outside of Harrison. Um, I think that Hunter will probably probably have to redo his contract, but I think they showed a lot of faith in him last offseason by giving him a new contract last year. Still got banged up, but I think he'll be a little bit more prone to wanting to come back. He's still young. He's, he's only about 27. Um, I'd also like to see them bring back uh, Jordan Berry and Greg Joseph. If there's one thing the Vikings secondary or the uh, special teams is not as consistency, and I don't think their cap number is going to be terribly huge, but having good chemistry and symmetry with them, I think is a big thing too. Colin, I'll take what you said there from Joseph and Barry and start. And before I before I get into Patrick Peterson, uh, I know Joseph had the meltdown in Arizona when he missed, missed the pooch kick that would have given the Vikings their first win of the season. But outside of that, yeah, he was pretty stable. And with just the volatility the Vikings have had at the kicker position for essentially, well, I don't know, since Ryan Longwell left, so ten, so ten years now. Yeah, I'd be in the line. I'd be in the market too to keep Greg Joseph around. It's an underrated name. Our buddy Darren Doogie Wolfson threw that off on Mackie and Judd earlier this week as well. Uh, keeping him around is important. And Pat P, you bring up a good point there. I don't know if he'd come back on the same number or the Vikings should be bringing him back on the same number he was under last year, but I think he meant a ton to the off, uh, to that locker room and the development. So I wouldn't be surprised if Pat P ends up coming back, but I think he'd also have to play ball a little bit and say, hey, I do want to come back, but it's going to only have to be at this figure. So I, I, I would actually like to see Pat P come back too if it, uh, if it was for the right price. Uh, transitioning into free agency. Drew, I'll go back to you here. Uh, Free agency opens here. The tampering period starts in a few days. Patrick Peterson was that first big one that fell last year. Michael Pierce a few years ago. Uh, What free agents are you looking at for the Vikings to bring in in 2022? Well, I think they're already uh, signed Hakeem Hicks, and every time we play Chicago, he's (laughs) on our side. So that'd be awesome to have him on our side and help with defense, you know, edge rushing there. So we're going to put So I don't know what all. But I would like to see Hakeem Hicks. I would like to see some quarterbacks, some cornerbacks get a, you know, get a nice bet. 
in the draft because there was a lot of promising ones in the draft as well so from the combine just based off what i saw so we got we got good man we got good weapons like we're stacked in wide receivers we got running backs um honestly i'd like to work on the defense and uh offensive line yeah akeem hicks would be an interesting name right i mean the guy's given kirk cousins life hell since he's uh since he's been with the chicago bears here for the last four or five years and I feel like if they went after Akeem Hicks, that probably would have meant that Michael Pierce was released or traded. I don't believe Dalvin Tomlinson's going anywhere. So one of those two would have to go to to make Akeem Hicks work. Uh, but, I, I mean, sign me up just because I don't want to see him terrorizing Kirk Cousins for two games a year or any of the Vikings quarterbacks. He's just been a pest on the Vikings offensive line. So if Akeem Hicks is willing to play ball, absolutely. I'll, I'd love to bring him in. Uh, Mike, what do you think, man? What credence are you looking at to bring in this season? Yeah, I'd be looking at bringing in some younger, cheaper talent. Um, I don't know, anywhere between the age of 25 and 27. I don't think the defense, and really focus on the defense at the linebacker and the safety positions. Love Cam Byam and what he's going to be uh, down the line. Uh, but would really look at like a Terrell Edmonds, someone that we could play at a big nickel spot. Or if we don't resign Patrick Peterson, looking at bringing in Chris Harris that could play the slot and provide that mentorship or oversight into the secondary. But everything needs to be focused on that defense uh, in the back seven. Yeah, I mean, you could make the case that the only thing that's really missing on the offensive side of the ball in free agency for the Vikings is maybe like one more guard, right? Or one more offensive lineman. There's plenty of wide receiver. There's plenty of weapons. Dalvin Cook's not going anywhere. Uh, that offense seems like it's ready to pop. So you don't have to really address too many things in free agency around defense. I mean, yeah, the cupboards are barren here. I mean, they, they, it's the second year in a row they've been a bottom five defense. You don't know what the future holds for guys like Harrison Smith, Eric Kendricks, et cetera. So I, I would look at, yeah, bringing in maybe a, a, a cornerback uh, as, as your big-ticket item. Now, they still have to create some cap space, obviously, to make this happen. So if anyone's running at the screen or yelling at the screen right now, we're going to make this money happen, along with the assumption that they'll eventually make some cap space happen here. Uh, but it, it, it seems like going on the defensive side of the ball might be the most uh, logical place to go. Colin, what do you think, man? What do you like to see the Vikings bring in a free agency? I mean, I talked to you a year ago. I brought up the name Gardner Minshew pre-draft. Um, I would love to see them bring him in. I have a feeling there's going to be a, a certainty on the team anymore. So I think to have somebody like him, again, at a very cheap number would be nice. Um, as far as the offensive line, I know Brandon Scherf has been kind of eyeing being close to home, being from Iowa and having Minnesota be so close. Another name that I don't think anybody has brought up um, from Buffalo is John Feliciano. He's a right guard that has some experience. I think he's about 27, 28, but they had a pretty explosive offense in Buffalo. So I think he wouldn't be a terribly expensive one. And also Ryan Jensen from the Bucks would be a nice pick too. Yeah, I mean, good good points to make there, Colin, that the offensive line still has to be addressed. And I feel like they're yeah one piece away there. And they're, and this is a offensive line heavy free agent class. And if you can find the right guard for the right figure just to just to sew up this line, it's been, it's been like 10 years that this Vikings offensive line has just been completely inept. So finding someone that could help plug that hole and, and make more lanes for Dalvin and obviously keep the quarterback upright, uh, I am completely all for. I, I am curious what uh, you guys have expectations-wise. I've been asking everyone on Vikings Bentline over the last few weeks here, what's your expectations uh, for 2022? Because obviously the Vikings have missed the playoffs the last two years. It's a very fluid off season. We're kind of figuring out where to go. But as it stands right now, before free agency starts, Drew, I'll start with you. What are your expectations for the Vikings in 2022? Well, honestly, I mean, with the whole regime, the new regime coming in, I'm not expecting a whole lot. Everyone thinks we're going to, you know, oh, we got an offensive-minded coach. Yeah, this, that's great and all, but you can't run the same system back and expect greatness. It's already experienced 
you know, the last four years, Kirk Cousins, level to him. I don't think he's capable. You know, so just based on that, I'm not expecting a whole lot. I'd be happy with a seven-game win season just because we got new eyes coming in, you know, and seeing what we need to get away, what we need to add. And they get – I want the new regime to be able to build their team, have their quarterback, have the team they want. You know what I mean? They're missing pieces of the puzzle to be able to do what they want with, with their team. So yeah, that's how I think. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I, I want this new regime to, like you said, to put their own stamp on this. I forget who said it a few weeks ago. It might have been Drew or a, a, a different Drew, I should say, on Vikings Ventline that said, I just want to see them build out the rest of their roster and make this mark on, on, on their own team because Spielman has had all these draft picks and Zimmer kind of held some of these guys hostage, right? Because he didn't like playing rookies. So either, number one, what are you going to do with all those draft picks that you've had over the last two years and where do they fit in? But also, what does this next era of Vikings football look like? Is, is it going to look more offensive-minded? Are they going to take a quarterback? Are they going to lean into the offense? Can they build up this defense to be respectable again? Um, yeah, the, just the curiosity, I feel like, of from KOC and Kwesi of what they want to do. And, and these next few weeks and in the draft in a month is going to tell an awful lot. Uh, Mike, what do you think, man? What, what are your expectations for the Vikings in 2022? Uh, from a win-loss perspective, I have zero expectations. And I'm not treating uh, 22 as, as a year we go for it. But I also don't have uh, unrealistic expectations that they're going to be complacent and do what they've always done. What I want out of 2022 is them to find a purpose and a direction for how they're going to move forward. If it means having Kirk on the team, that's something that we're going to deal with. And now we will push that uh, decision down the line. But taking that talent that was developed, that was drafted in the third round last year, developing it, seeing what Patrick Jones is about, seeing what Sherratt's about, and seeing what Wyatt Davis is about. I think we can all say that Kellen Mond at this point looks like a sunk cost. Uh, maybe he can develop into something more than just a marginal backup. But I want them to have a purpose and direction. And really, I outline a plan for what they're going to do in 22-23. Yeah, these third-round picks that were made by Spielman last year, right? I mean, and, and later too, Wyatt Davis, Kellen Mond, Sertan, are, are these guys players that can actually help you? Like, uh, Are they just sunk cost? Kellen Mond might be because he's a quarterback. But I also think that's the important part of taking shots at quarterback, right? I mean, odds are when you're when you're not a day one and you're not a complete stud going out of the first round, yeah, I mean, the odds are stacked against you that you're going to be a viable starting quarterback. But if if he isn't there, then go take another shot. If there's another quarterback that's worth taking on it, don't be afraid to take those shots. And having the kind of wide-open mindset of, I just want to see what happens and play this out, and I want these new guys to make their own stamp on the organization, I think is an okay mindset to have even if it might take a year or two to get back up to where they were about six years ago when they were annually competing for playoff spots and there was high expectations, that might take a little bit of time. So I, I, I respect the hell out of uh, what, what you're saying there. Colin, what do you think, man? What are your expectations in 2022? Well, I think Mike Zimmer, he just got a little too old. I mean, he was a defensive coach, and they were one of the worst defenses in the league. And he didn't embrace the fact that the talent of his team was the offense. So going in and hiring a young offensive-minded coach, he comes from a coaching tree that literally three out of the four coaches were from one staff in the Super Bowl, NFC, AFC Championship. So obviously McVay and Shanahan know what's going on. So I think bringing him on was a great move. I think we need to embrace youth and we might have to wash our hands of a lot of guys, again, that have been on jerseys for a long time. Um, I'm always a big draft guy. I would love to see them get Malik Willis. I think that guy has got all the talent in the world. And having a young guy in a young contract for five years would be great. I also like Jordan Davis from Georgia. 
he's a monster defensive tackle. So instead of going out, and I'm not opposed to not getting Akeem Hicks, but having young guys on young contracts, that's how you rebuild the team. That's how you rebuild the culture. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like I get the sense from all three of you that youth movement and a blank canvas is, is a good thing here for the Vikings. I mean, Mike Zimmer's tenure kind of ran its course to a degree a little bit, and now with KOC and Kwesi in place, let them kind of build up this new era of Vikings football. That's what's most important here. I mean, you, I think when we look back in a few years, this Mike Zimmer Spielman era, we'll have a little bit more gratitude, a little bit more than what than that sting of them being let go and, and not being able to fulfill the dreams of getting this team to a Super Bowl after being on the doorstep in 2017. Uh, but I, I am excited and just eager to see too what KOC and Kwesi want to create with this Vikings, um, with, with this Viking, this version of the Vikings going forward. Uh, curious on your guys, one last thought here before we say goodbye. I always give all three of you guys a, a, just a chance to give one more take or one more thing you wanted to say about the Vikings. So, Drew, I'll start with you. Is there one last take you have here before we uh, wrap up? Uh, everyone's so scared to take a chance on a quarterback after the, you know, the Christian Ponder error. All we do is sign veterans to two- to three-year contracts. And I'm everyone's like, well, the 2023 class is where the quarterback's going to be at. You don't know that. It always you got to take a gamble on a quarterback. And you got to develop them. I like Malik Willis. I hope Spillman always trades back and has all these amazing, you know, third rounders that he gets like five third rounders. I want to see him trade up and get Malik Willis. That guy is going to be a stud. He's pretty much Josh Allen. That guy has an arm. I mean, he can make good throws. They're pretty accurate. He had a good combine. So I don't understand the point of waiting till 2023 when we could just, we can develop right now. Maybe Kirk stays. He stays behind Kirk for a year. We're done with him. We pay off his $45 million contract, and we can start with Malik Wills. I, I like the guy. So I hope I hope we draft Malik Wills. That's what I want to see. Yeah, I'm curious on his draft stock in general because it, it feels like he obviously impressed at the combine, but then there's still a lot of good big boards that have him still outside of the top 12, which means he'd be available when the Vikings were picking at 12, but do the Vikings want to take him? Um, that's that's kind of an, an interesting spot for him to be in. And there's still a lot more time. There's pro days. We're still six, seven weeks out from the draft. So Willis's stock could still rise above to a point where he won't even be near uh, the, the 12th overall pick from where the Vikings are selecting. But taking your stab at quarterback, yeah, as, as we were just talking about earlier, it's okay to take a chance. And if Kellen Mond wasn't worth it, well, make sure that it's okay to address the next piece again if you want to take that chance on a quarterback. Mike, what do you think, man? Is there anything else you'd like to get off your chest here on Vikings event line? Yeah, so I'm a big proponent of uh, the Vikings drafting the Kobe Dean uh, no, ma- no matter what. And I don't care if it comes at 12 or if they have to trade back for it. That guy is a tone setter. You put on the tape and you watch Georgia play, and he was buzzing all over the field. He can cover. He can hit the quarterback. And really, he is going to come in and change the culture of that defense. Combine him with Hunter, Bynum, Harrison Smith, and we've got our core four that we can move forward to uh, forward with for the next couple of years. So that's what I want to do and get rid of uh, – uh, Tomlinson, the worst contractor, worst signing that uh, Spielman ever made. Yeah, that one's a little questionable. I just didn't understand why you put a lot of resources into your nose tackle and, and your defensive tackle, and it just it didn't make a lot of sense. And they had to stop the run. Now, don't get me wrong, but it just it seemed like a not a wise place to be spending um, a boatload of your money. So I, I'm totally with you there as well. And in this draft, there's there's a lot of good defensive players. I could see them obviously making that chance as well. Colin, what do you think, man? What's uh, one last take you'd like to get off your chest here? Um, I, I know this is going to be un, not a, a popular opinion, but I think possibly finding somebody for Dalvin Cook to go to could be a move just because every time that I would see Madison play, he didn't, I mean, he wasn't as good as Cook, but he played up to a level to where if he didn't have Dalvin Cook, he'd still be okay. And 
having Kenny Iwanu behind him, I think they've got a nice one too there that's a lot more affordable. Um, I also think, again, Malik Willis, I think, should be the pick. I'd also keep an eye on Sauce Gardner as well from Cincinnati. I don't know if he's going to be there, but I'm a big fan of his as well. Yeah, you bring up the Dalvin Cook nugget, and it's it's a it's an interesting point because Jason Lock and Fora kind of brought up his name as it, they're at least asking about him now. If they trade him, you'd have to eat a good amount of dead money at least for this year. Um, actually, let me let me see here. They need to have a dead money of three million, a cap saving that's post June one. So I'm doing this completely on the flyer. Yeah, you would you would have to sink nine million dollars and only save two, but in the long run, it could still help you out. But if you can find the right fit for it, I guess you entertain it. I think they, if anything, they'll run out Dalvin for one more year. But your point of finding like Kene Nuwangu's, Alex Madison's, those guys exist in the second and third round, and and you don't have to overpay for running backs. And you're you're figuring that out uh, a lot over the over these last other years that other teams have figured out they're getting bit when they end up paying running backs to long term contracts. So. Malik Willis is also an interesting option. I think he's got a hell of a lot of talent. You and Drew both have that sentiment. If he's there, I'm tempted to take him. I'm curious what the Vikings uh, end up doing, though. Hey, boys, Drew, Mike, Colin, appreciate you guys uh, for coming on Vikings Ventline and for supporting Purple Daily. I know you guys said some of you are just new to Purple Daily. Uh, Drew said you just discovered us a few months back. Mike, you said you were you discovered us about a year ago after the Super Bowl. Colin, I know you've been supporting uh, Purple Daily for a long, long time, so I really appreciate you guys coming on. And, um, and and spitting your takes. Really appreciate you guys. Awesome. Thanks. All right, boys. Thanks so much. Yeah, you're welcome. And keep in mind, we might be uh, jumping on a platform here at any moment if uh, breaking news happens with the Vikings. A very fluid situation coming up over the next couple days uh, in the NFL. So we're excited to bring it to you. Rate, subscribe. We're on Apple, Spotify, scorenorth.com. This has been Vikings Ventline. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.